At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare zumo play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies and full tv series you'll easily find something to watch right away and the best part it's all free love music get lost in the 90s with iheart 90s dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iheart radio music channels no logins no signups no accounts no hassle so what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo play Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome to it, folks. Another show here. It is Rush Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. I am Danny Burke, your host. On Twitter, you can follow me at Danny Burke Five for VSN at VSN Live. And for the next hour, we will be getting you ready for Thursday night football and more. Not only with the NFL, but some college football bowl games and the rest of the NFL slate coming up this weekend. And to help us get into all of that, how about VEASAN's betting reporter Josh Applebaum in 15 minutes. He will be telling us some of the biggest market movers, whether it's in the NFL tonight, whether it's in college bowl games, and if we have time, we'll hit some other sports. I know he's got a lot of totals in terms of the NBA, so if we got some time, we'll rifle through that with Josh. But if we don't, be sure to listen to his Market Insights podcast. He'll get you squared away there. Half hour from now, we are talking more football with Adam Burke, Beeson's betting analyst, and he'll go through all the analytics in terms of, I don't know, he likes to go with the yards per play and just some other metrics that I think are very useful, and he does a lot of good write-ups with his betting blurbs at VEASAN.com, so we'll kind of expound on that a little bit more so when we bring him on in 30 minutes. So I'm excited to see the play he is on tonight. Always love giving his advice or getting his advice and really using that to my own advantage to see how I should handicap some of these games. So in 30 minutes, Adam Burke will be joining us. 45 from now at the end of the show, same way we always wrap it up with Danny's Dimes. We've got some props for Thursday Night Football, a couple plays that I have made, and a few more that we'll just really get into and some that could be worth your consideration, as I like to say, for some of these props with the primetime games. But let's kick it off with a preview of the game, and then we'll get into my better half, which we also always do for these primetime spots. But let's tell you where this line is, because we have seen some late movement. Right now, San Francisco at Bat Rivers laying three in the hook. Money line minus 175. You get in the Titans as the home underdog plus 150. This total has now moved up to 45 and a half. So this thing was coming down, and we saw it at 44 and a half. Late movement to the over and late movement toward the 49ers. Now, in some shops, you even saw San Francisco get up to minus four, and then it went down to three. Now the late steam is at three and a half. I kind of like the 49ers here, but this seems like a classic pro versus Joe type of game because of the recency bias, right? I mean, you get San Francisco, who's on more of a hot streak, the Titans, who fell to the Steelers, and have really been a struggling team ever since Derrick Henry fell off the squad, and that's why we took their win total under 11.5. Was it last week, two weeks ago, for plus money? It was last week because then they lost to the Steelers, and now it's at 10.5, so we're feeling pretty good about it. 
and I just don't feel good about them in this spot necessarily either. I'm not saying to lay the three in the hook, and I get that it's a short week, and a lot of times the situation falls in the lap of the home dog, but to me, San Francisco seems like the better side. And San Francisco is banged up. Don't get me wrong. You're still missing Elijah Mitchell, but running back's dispensable. We're all aware of that. You got Kittle, you got Samuel, you got Ayuk, and you got Jimmy Garoppolo, who's actually been very sufficient these past several weeks. And you got a Tennessee team that is having trouble producing any type of offense, although you will have, it looks like, Julio Jones and A.J. Brown both in the mix, but they're going to be banged up. On the offensive line, San Francisco missing some defensive pieces, so which one is going to overcome the other? Regardless, you look at those yards per play, as I talked about with Adam Burke, that he likes to throw those out. San Francisco is second overall with six yards per play is what they're averaging. The last three games are averaging 6.2, and on the road, actually 6.1, which is third best. So San Francisco has found a way to move the rock. Tennessee, they're 22nd overall in just 5.1 yards per play. The last three games, only 4.5, which is 29th in the NFL, and at home, just 5.1. So Tennessee is having trouble moving the ball. That's kind of why I like this game going under, because I do think it's going to be closer, but I think points are going to come at a premium, right? I don't think it's going to be a consistent thing here in this matchup, but it moved up to 45 and a half. So that's kind of suspect in my opinion, but I think the under could be the right play as would the San Francisco 49ers. If you get them at minus three, or we could wait for a good in-game spot. And I'll talk more about that once we get into my better half, which, hey, we might as well do it now. So I'll correlate the two together, but let's go ahead and dive into these first half betting lines for Thursday night football with San Francisco and Tennessee for the full game. The 49ers laying three in the hook, but let's see what it looks like right now with these first half betting lines and as we always do we begin it with the first half three way so it's the money line bet and the tie no bet first half play where who's just going to come out on top for the first half three way we've got the 49ers minus a buck 20 in this spot the tie is plus 1050 if you think they have the same score going into the second half you're getting some good value but you're getting it because well it doesn't really happen too often Tennessee in the first half three-way selection. They are plus 125. Heck, now you're seeing them upwards to plus 138, actually, with these updated numbers in the 49ers minus 130 in that sense. And then if you want to do the tie no bet here, 49ers minus 152. The Titans are plus 123 in that spot. So if it does push, you get your money back, but you're not getting as good a value. Spread, one and a half is what we're seeing. If you want to lay it with San Fran, it's minus 113. If you want to take it with Tennessee, it is minus 118. Titans are 8-6 and six straight up on the first half money line this year. 49ers, 7-5-2. However, their last six first halves, San Francisco is 5-0-1. Five, five, oh so, obviously, this team's been on a hot streak, as we alluded to, and it could continue tonight. I'm not rushing to play it, though. Short week on the road not my favorite thing to look forward to do uh, with the spread. Again, you know, 49ers, 7-7 seven and seven ATS because of those ties. It kind of killed you there. 8-6 and six ATS for the Titans, same as their straight-up record. So I'm not really in love with anything in terms of the money line or the spread. But as I always say, a little bit more interest in terms of this total. What's fascinating to me is that both of these teams have actually had some of these games where they've seen a lot of points. So the total points in the first half is 22 and a half. Shaded to the under, minus 114. The Titans have gone over that in 9 out of 14 games. They average about 14 first-half points per game, and they're allowing their opponents just over 11. As for the 49ers, they have gone over 22.5 themselves in 10 out of 14 games. They're averaging about 14 first-half points per game and allowing their opponents 11 first-half points per game. So it's pretty much similar for both teams. And it's just, you would think that it would be a little bit slower pace for both because the 49ers had their struggles offensively and pretty good defense for the most part. And the Titans, well, ever since Derrick Henry was out, not the best offense. So what comes to fruition in this game? Like I said, I do like the full game under 45 and a half. That's where I would certainly lean. But because of how dominant they are in the first half, I think we may get a lot better situation in terms of the in-game betting. If they do what they have done consistently this season, which is score a decent amount of points right off the bat. I think we can have a little bit of patience here and wait to attack it in-game and get a higher total and then jump in on the under. That's at least how I'm looking to approach it because I would look to do under 22.5. That would be a top play for me in terms of the first half as it typically is when we look at first half totals in general. 
but I think there's going to be a spot where you get maybe consistent scoring really quick back-to-back -back or early on to where the number is going to get a little bit too inflated, and then they'll kind of ease into everything, and this tempo will slow down. So I think that's the way I'm going to approach it in terms of betting this game in general and with total. So I'll wait to see if it's higher scoring. If it's not, okay, well, whatever. But if it is, then I'll look for the full game total under. But with the individual total points of the first half, you could also look at this angle. The Titans have a first-half team total of 9.5, shaded to the over minus 139. If you think they stay under it, you're getting a little bit of plus money, plus 107. It's a mark they've gone over in all games except for four, and the 49ers have allowed every opponent except for five over this game or over this mark. So 9 out of 14 games, the 49ers have allowed opponents to score 10 or more points in the first half. In 10 out of 14 games for the Titans, they themselves have gone over 9.5 first-half points. For the 49ers, their number is a little bit higher at 10.5, which they've gone over in 8 out of 14 games, and the last six consecutive games have the 49ers scored 11 or more first-half points. But the Titans, they've held opponents under this mark in 7 out of 14 games. That hook over the 10 in the first half is pretty crucial. I think you look under for the 49ers. Even though I like them in this game, I think going under at that spot could be the right move, and really I don't have any interest in touching the Tennessee one. Lukey things happen in prime time of the first halves, so we always kind of note out and tonight could be one of those. So like I said, I think the best approach in terms of the total, if you don't want to or if you're looking to bet it, I would suggest the under, but overall I think it could be a moment where we see some fast scoring, so I'm going to wait to in-game it for the entire game. That's the way I would approach it. Let me tell you about a couple other game props really quick, though. And we've touched on this in the past in terms of looking at these plays as value and splitting it up with half units. And look, no, it's not something we want to do consistently. And if you don't want to do it, I wouldn't blame you. But I thought this could be a decent spot to consider. And this is the first scoring play for the Titans and the 49ers. In my opinion, you're getting some good value on for both of them to have a field goal be their first scoring play. So for the Titans, it's plus 410. For the 49ers to score a field goal is their first scoring play. It's plus 380. And I bet both of that to happen for each team. So I'm saying I split a, a unit, so a half unit on the Titans field goal plus 410. And the 49ers to get the field goal as their first score plus 380. You look under that in the game prop selection at Bet Rivers. But you look at what these teams have done or rather haven't in the red zone. And look, Tennessee, they're scoring a touchdown in the red zone only 44% of the time the last three games. The 49ers the last three games are scoring a touchdown in the red zone 63% of the time. Not too bad. But defensively, the Titans are limiting opponents to scoring a touchdown in the red zone only 37.5% of the time. 49ers are limiting opponents the last three games defensively to scoring a touchdown just 33% of the time. And you could get into more of the home and road splits too, but basically the 49ers, they're not doing too bad on the road, but the splits are huge. At home, they're scoring 82% of the time in the red zone. On the road, just 65% of the time. And at home, Tennessee's red zone defense a lot better than on the road. I'm throwing a lot of numbers out there, but long story short, I think it could be worth kind of a, you know, like we say, lunch money, chump change, whatever you want to call it. For the first score of the game, Titans field goal plus 410 half unit, 49ers field goal plus 380 half unit, just to get a little bit of value in there and have some fun in the beginning stages of this game. And because I think it's going to be lower scoring, first score could be a field goal, so we'll keep our fingers crossed for that. But more betting action for this game and many more coming up next here on Rush Hour. VEASAN's betting reporter Josh Applebaum joining us next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs. I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. <laughs> hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered because Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts that are designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. You've got city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. So subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcast and get hooked up several times a week. Solid local sports betting content. Welcome back to the show. It is Rush Hour here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I am Danny Burke, live out of the Bet River Sportsbook here in Des Plaines, Illinois. Joining us out from the East Coast, the man himself, VEASAN's betting reporter, Josh Applebaum, who you can follow on Twitter at Josh underscore insights and catch him hosting the Market Insights podcast. And Josh, always a pleasure to have you on, first of all. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas. And I, I got to say first, because you nailed this. I was listening to your podcast earlier today and you're looking at it, and this is why they pay you the big bucks of course but you're saying well this line's at three i'm thinking it goes up to three and a half and then i'm gonna pounce on it and lo and behold now you see the line at three and a half for the 49ers and the titans so uh how are you feeling about this game at this point well danny first off it's great to be with you always a pleasure talking betting with you and happy holidays merry christmas hope you have a great holiday but uh yeah danny kind of what i was looking for it just took place about an hour hour and a half ago uh, a little earlier this afternoon and really it was waiting out on Tennessee with the hook. So basically we we just got there and kind of the way uh, I, I view this game is kind of an ultimate buy low on Tennessee and sell high on San Francisco, San Fran six and two, their last eight, they've won two straight. They beat Atlanta 31, 13 last time out, cover the nine flip side, Tennessee, they started great eight and two, but they're only one and three, their last four, you lose to Pittsburgh 19 to 13 last week uh, as a one point favorite there or one point dog. So really you go into it and say, San Francisco's riding high, Tennessee banged up, and no one wants to play them. And that's what we're seeing tonight, Danny, about uh, three out of four bets laying the points here with the 49ers. But really what we saw was early on, a lot of books open 49ers minus three, minus three and a half. At one point, it got up to four. I want to say maybe Tuesday, Wednesday. And then you had a lot of buyback uh, on Tennessee over the last 24 hours. Any plus fours, plus three and a halfs caused it back down to three. And then going into today, as you mentioned, it was really just painted three across the board but a lot of juice was on that minus 115 San Fran. So uh, again, kind of trying to use uh, juice movement to predict the next move. We're saying, hey, if you like San Fran, uh, my colleague Mike Pritchard uh, does like San Fran here, minus three. The minus three was your best number. Now it's up to three and a half. I think that creates value to buy low on Tennessee. Uh, Again, struggling as of late, but we look at these primetime dogs, 26 and 19 against the spread this year, 58%. 
Mike Vrabel as a dog, 5-2 and two ATS this year and 17-11 and 11 ATS in his career, 61%. And Shanahan, uh, Kyle Shanahan as a favorite, doesn't tend to cover numbers in his career, 13-23 and 23 ATS, 36%. I think a lot of the conversation, Danny, is about, you know, Taylor Luan and Saffold, you know, missing these uh, offensive linemen for Tennessee, but they could get A.J. Brown back, and there's no Mitchell star running back for San Francisco here. So uh, I'll take the three and a half with the hook. I also think you could be looking at a teaser opportunity. If you want to get a little more padding here for Tennessee, you could, you could tease them up to plus uh, nine and a half, and then also take the total, tease it up and take the under. It opened at 44 and a half. It's pretty much, uh, it ticked up a little bit over the last hour or so. It's up to 45 and a half. You could now tease that thing up to uh, 51 and a half. And really these non-conference unders this year, 42 and 28, 60%. When the total is 45 or less, the under is 55%. And these primetime unders are 24 and 13, 65% uh, since November 1st. So uh, really public play here towards San Fran, toward the over. I'd be looking at uh, going against the grain, maybe Tennessee three and a half or that teaser when you take that total up as well. Yeah, you mentioned that total, and that's what kind of really caught my attention as of late, that that thing went up from 44.5 to 45.5. I kind of thought it was going to go the other way, if anything, because I know your original thought was maybe going under, but you know, you're looking to do the teaser to get that extra padding as you're alluded to or alluding to but yeah i mean i was kind of perplexed to see it go up too so uh we'll see where this thing ends but a lot of movement as of late so keep your eye for thursday night football josh has been covering it very well i mean up to this point as you said you, you knew the line was going to move and now you got your number that you wanted with tennessee but a lot of different ways to handicap that matchup for san francisco and tennessee but josh let's keep the combo going in football but let's talk some college football bowl action we've got florida ucf a very intriguing game in terms of just watching and of course betting we see the gators lane seven total 55 and a half what has the market been showing us up to kickoff yeah, Danny, we got some movement here towards Central Florida and kind of a lot of interesting variables at play for this Gasparilla Bowl. Uh, number one, Florida's got a lot of turmoil. Uh, some opt-outs, their leading pass rushers out. Their second-string quarterback, who's actually one of their top rushers, he's also out. Uh, Emory Jones, their starting quarterback, he said he's going to enter the transfer portal after the game. And then, of course, they just fired Mullen uh, recently here. So you're going to have an interim coaching staff uh, for Florida. And Florida, down the stretch, two and four, really struggled here. They're going to play UCF, who's eight and four, uh, and they went five and one down the stretch. So really, to me, uh, you know, here, Danny, it's like the motivation is definitely on the Central Florida side. Yeah, Florida, you know, you want to play well, obviously, anytime you take the field, but uh, a lot of turmoil, a lot of, you know, players and coaches going different directions. Central Central Florida, to me, this is an opportunity to kind of show the state of Florida, like, hey, big brother, you know, we're going to we're gonna show that we're, you know, we're not always second fiddle here. So I think bragging rights within the state are in play. Uh, and Danny, what we saw is some movement toward UCF. Some, some of these books open Florida laying seven and a half. You immediately got down to seven. A lot of these books are down to six and a half. I think if you can shop around and find a, 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 a kind of a slow book that's still at seven or maybe, you know, within the next 30 minutes or so, it ticks back up. But I like Central Florida getting seven points here. We talk about these bowl game dogs uh, doing pretty well so far to start and historically. And then Danny, also maybe keep an eye on that under. It opened 56 and a half. It's down to 55 and a half. And you do have 34% of bets. On the under, so it's a really contrarian play, but 47% of money. So those bigger wages uh, seem to be betting the under here. And you also look at Florida. They went 6-3 and three down the stretch, and the pace of play for UCF is pretty slow. So uh, if you can still find that key number of 7, I'm rocking UCF plus 7 and a pretty strong lean here, Danny. So that under, can you find a 56? Maybe not. Looks like 55.5 is your top number. Yeah, 55 in the hook is what we're seeing here at Bet River. Slightly shaded to the over, minus 113. So we'll see if there's any late movement right before kickoff. But I'm liking your takes for college football tonight, my man. What do you got for us on the hardwood tonight with some NBA? I know you got a lot of plays, so if you want to get all of the list of them from Josh, be sure to listen to the Market Insights podcast. But let's narrow it down to this matchup with Golden State and Memphis, Josh. We see the line at six in favor of the Warriors. This total at 217 with a slight lean to the under with the odds minus 112 what did you see for this game yeah Danny I'm right there with you tonight's a big total night in the NBA I think you got a lot of interesting line moves and obviously COVID at play here so uh, make sure you know who's in and who's out do a little research before you bet these games but uh, in terms of that big one tonight uh, 10 o'clock number one I didn't play the spread but I do kind of lean Grizzlies here Danny you got everybody betting Steph Curry uh, around 70 percent of bets but yet that line opened six stayed six or did fall to five and a half at some shops, but uh, what I really like here is the over. Uh, total open around 216, 216 and a half. 
At one point, it got up to 217.5. It kind of leveled back out at 217. But a few, a uh, few things to like about this matchup. Number one, you got three of the best over refs in the NBA tonight: Kogut, Cutler, and Tivin, all between 52 and 55 percent to the over. You also look, um, kind of matchup-wise, Grizzlies uh, top 10 in pace. They're seventh overall, fastest team in the NBA. Grizzlies are, are um, Golden State is eighth overall in terms of pace. So pretty quick, a lot of possessions. And then also they're both top 10 in offensive efficiency. Golden State number four, Memphis number nine. So you have two teams that get up and down the court, a lot of possessions. Uh, and then, of course, you have uh, both offensive-minded teams. And really the other uh, X factor here, Danny, is they're both very well-rested. These teams haven't played since the 20th, so they've been off for a few days here. I think we get a lot of points in this one. I took the over uh, 217 between the uh, Grizzlies and the Warriors. Okay, Josh, we got about a minute left. Got to squeeze in some more NFL. It's never too early to talk draft props. Always <laughs> love handicapping those. Tell us a play that you're already seeking out this early for the upcoming NFL draft. Yeah, so it's Aiden Hutchinson to go number one overall, Danny. This is interesting to me because you have a lot of different numbers and really not a lot of people are thinking about the draft. Um, but early on, you know, we have different numbers across the board. I'm seeing one book, Hutchinson minus 150 to be the first overall pick. I'm seeing another book that has both him and Thibodeau, uh, that defensive end, uh, you know, stud from Oregon, both around even money plus 100. But really kind of the, the, the sharper books, the market setting books that I put, put more stock into are really shading the minus number toward Hutchinson. So uh, he's had a monster year for Michigan. He's going to play in the, the playoff game here coming up. And if the Lions get that number one pick, uh, hey, you can, uh, you can look for a guy uh, in your backyard from Michigan, Hutchinson, that could really be a menace, maybe the next J.J. Watt. So if you can find anything, Hutchinson, even money, slight minus number, I think it's one of those things where you fast forward a couple months from now and Hutchinson is like minus 1,000. So I'd look to bet Hutchinson early rather, uh, rather than wait it out. Yeah, we see that happen, happen so often in the NFL where you get these numbers where they're still reasonable to bet and then they get up so big once the conversation and narrative starts coming up and everybody's focused on the day-to-day, week-to-week basis with these NFL games. But if you get in early enough, could get a good play as Josh alluded to. So, hey, we'll be looking out for it. But, Josh, that is all the time we have. Love listening to the podcast and you on Betting Across America. Best of luck with all your plays and enjoy the holidays, my friend. Looking forward to catching up next week. I appreciate it, Danny. Let's get that magic over. Let's turn that CLV into a winner. Good luck, Danny. <laughs> yes, sir. That's what I'm talking about. Those NBA totals, baby. They're coming in hot. You want more of them? Again, the Market Insights podcast at Josh underscore insights on the tweet. Coming up next, Adam Burke talking college football bull betting. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VSN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. You can catch replays of all of our shows or download and listen on your schedule if you go to VEASAN.com slash podcast. And you can get Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or the Market Insights podcast with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got the Hardwood Handicappers with JBT, the Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, Coast to Coast with Hoops, and many more. They're all free and available now at vcin.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts made available. Welcome back to Rush Hour here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Danny Burke, your host, live just out of the Windy City in Des Plaines, Illinois, the Rivers Casino, live out of the Bet River Sportsbook. And now joining us out in the West Coast, it's Adam Burke at Skating Tripods. It's where you can follow him along on Twitter, catch him right in all his Burke's Betting blurbs on vsin.com, vsin.com, slash subscribe for the daily newsletter, and so much more Adam produces on a daily basis. But, Adam, I know uh, you had some good write-ups today involving the preview of Thursday night football with the Niners and the Titans, and we've seen this line now move up to 3.5, and, and the total has also abruptly moved to 45.5. What did you like a little bit earlier in the day, or has anything changed in the terms of how you were handicapping this matchup? Yeah, you know, I like the 49ers at minus three. This one moving up to three and a half because of some of the COVID news for Tennessee here today. They've go, they're going to be missing a few offensive linemen here. So that's kind of why this line started to move up a little bit. Look, I think from a statistical standpoint, you can make a really strong case for San Francisco here. They are very much on the plus side in yards per play differential. That's a very important indicator for a lot of betters out there. 
whereas Tennessee's in the negative. I believe they're minus 0.2 yards per play differential, and you've got San Francisco, I think, plus 0.5 or 0.7, something like that. So from a statistical standpoint, I like the 49ers here. Also, they're just playing better. You know, and I know it's a short week with travel and a long trip there to Nashville, but I think it's even more difficult on a short week to try and fix the problem areas that you have. And for Tennessee right now, a lot of problem areas, particularly on offense, 13 turnovers over their last four games. If they don't take care of the football tonight, they could get run off of their own home field. So took the 49ers minus three at the three and a half price that's out there now, just a lean for me. But again, that speaks to the importance of the number and you know getting the best of it when you can. Yeah, and I'm with you there too. And, and I was kind of talking about what you write about a lot in terms of the yards per play and the differential at the beginning of the show. And that's the main reason why, if you look at those stats, why I also concurred with you there. And you're looking at it like, wow, I mean, there's just such a big differential between Tennessee and San Francisco. And yeah, a lot of it has to do with Derrick Henry being absent, but also it's just his Tennessee team has really struggled in a lot of spots in San Francisco. I mean, they're just in completely different trajectories as of this point. And it is a short week, but I think if you do get it at three, as you mentioned, that's the side I would lean with at three and a half. You're probably waiting for something else, but I'm in the same line of thinking with you. I would lean toward the 49ers tonight. As for two or not tomorrow, but Saturday, rather, we've got the Browns and the Packers in another fascinating spot. It's where Cleveland is certainly desperate to keep their postseason hopes alive. And Green Bay is a team that is very dominant this year, and they've been cruising, and they're a seven-and-a-half-point favorite against the Browns. This totals at 46 Adam, it seems really hard to want to trust Cleveland. I get in terms of the number, it may be the better spot, but you're on a short week. A lot of guys coming off the COVID list. And because it's up to 7.5, I just teased down Green Bay. What's been your process in terms of finding the best bet at this game uh, or at Lambeau for this game? Yeah, you know, I can't fault anybody for teasing Green Bay down. I mean, obviously that makes a ton of sense going through that 3-7 and seven corridor. I think there's a decent chance, though, that this game lands in between one and a half and seven and a half, where it lands three, four, six, seven, something like that, maybe five, who knows. I do think that this is a single-digit game here for a few different reasons. First of all, look, I mean, it was a demoralizing, heart-ripped-out-of-your-chest game for Cleveland last week, and for myself as a Browns fan, I, I very much felt it. With that being said, they are getting a lot of their guys back off the COVID list here. And this is kind of a galvanizing moment for this team where they've gone through a significant amount of adversity. And these guys that are coming back had to sit and watch this game at home by themselves. You know, and they watched their brothers go out there and really fight. And I mean, look, Nick Mullins gave them a chance to win. Some guys on defense gave them a chance to win. I think seven and a half is just a little bit too much here in this game. I know Green Bay has the great record. They've been a covering machine, all of that. Look, they're only plus 0.5 yards per play on the season. The Browns are plus 0.4. There are three key differences for these two teams. One is obviously Aaron Rodgers versus Baker Mayfield. Totally get it. Not discrediting that at all. But Green Bay is a top 10 offense on third down. The Browns, I think, are 21st or 22nd. Also, Green Bay is 11 for 18 on fourth down, and the Browns are 10 for 24. So Green Bay has executed in those important situations and the Browns have not. And it's maybe just the difference between Aaron Rodgers and Baker Mayfield, but I don't think green Bay is as good as the market prices them to be right now. So I think the Browns getting seven and a half in a game that they really want to have. Whereas green Bay, they don't really have to do anything except for win this game. I don't think their statistical profile suggests that they can win a lot of games by margin. I'll go ahead and take Cleveland plus the seven and a half here and hope that they leave it all out there and you know, maybe still find a way to do something here in this AFC North race. I think what you said is really how you should put it, is that Green Bay doesn't have to do anything but just win the game, right? So that, And that was a reasoning for me, too, wanting to tease them down instead of laying that high price. I mean, seldom am I looking to lay anything at or over a touchdown, and especially this late in the season where still so many things can come out of nowhere and get affected with COVID. Look at the Browns last week, and I think if, if Cleveland did pull out that win, Adam, we'd see a different line maybe at seven or six and a half because of the momentum swing and the difference of what you would think emotionally would be happening with Cleveland maybe not but that's how I would at least speculate it but I, I kind of agree with you there though I mean Green Bay a lot of times have played closer than they need to take a look at what happened with Baltimore last week different situation I understand but that's why I think yeah teasing down might be safe but if you're looking just to do the straight up spread taking it might be the better option with Cleveland in that matchup 
Adam, let's switch gears, talk some college football bowl games. I know you've been crushing it, previewing all these bowl games with the VEASAN Bowl Betting Guide. And a game that stood out to you, it looks like, is this North Carolina-South Carolina matchup. Tar Heels lane eight in this affair with the total at 58. What did you like in this game? Yeah, the Dukes-Mayo Bowl here should be a pretty interesting matchup. I mean, obviously, both of these teams should be well-represented in Charlotte, uh, Columbia area only about an hour and a half, two hours away, depending on traffic. Chapel Hill, of course, North Carolina gets to stay in their home state. But I've said all season long to anybody that would listen that I think South Carolina is a quarterback away from being a really good team. They don't have that quarterback in this bowl game. They will get it next year because they have two four-star freshmen that also spent Spencer Rattler transferred in. What they don't have here is they don't have Jason Brown, who wound up starting for them late in the year. He goes into the transfer portal, seeing the writing on the wall. I haven't seen yet if it'll be Luke Doty or Zeb Nolan that gets the start for South Carolina, but both of those guys are subpar quarterbacks. Uh, Zaquandre White, their running back, winds up opting out, so he's preparing for the NFL draft. So South Carolina will be very limited offensively, as they have been throughout the year. But they play really hard, and they play really hard on defense, and they're also a pretty good pass defense. They were just outside the top 30 in yards per pass attempt allowed during the regular season here. And for North Carolina, I don't think Sam Howell played up to the expectations that people thought he would have. A lot of people looking at him as maybe a Heisman Trophy candidate came nowhere close so far this year. 23 touchdowns against nine picks, completion percentage under 63%. I think South Carolina's defense matches up pretty well here, and I don't see them doing much of anything offensively as has kind of been the case for them throughout most of the season. So I guess total is too high at 58. I would expect this to be a lower scoring game. Also a game where both teams are pretty invested. There's some recruiting implications in the Carolinas for this one. So I actually like this one under the total here. And if you could find 58 and a half or 59 even, I think that's a pretty good play here in this one. Okay, can't disagree with you on that one. Should be a good one, and you're right. A lot of implications riding up there for North Carolina. South Carolina, look for that total going under if you get the 58 in the hook or 59, says Adam. And then, Adam, what you got for us in the Las Vegas Bowl in your neck of the woods, Wisconsin, ASU, the Badgers lane six and a half. Total as low as 42. We got about 45 seconds, but what did you like here? Yeah, you know, typically when you get a higher spread and a lower total, I gravitate towards the underdog, but that's not the case in this situation. I like Wisconsin. If you could find six and a half, that's awesome. A lot of places out there showing seven right now. Two running backs gone for Arizona State. Rashad White, he's going to prepare for the draft. The backup actually transferred out. Not impressed at all with Jalen Daniels this season. Wisconsin, elite run defense anyway. But for me, it's about the physicality of the Badgers, something that we don't see a lot in the Pac-12. Maybe the only team we see it from is Utah. Well, Utah ran for 5.8 yards per carry against this Arizona State defense. So I like Wisconsin minus the six and a half. Seven's okay as well. I think the Badgers just really shut down Arizona State and do what they want to do offensively running the ball. So it is a low spread with a high total, or excuse me, a high total with a low, a low total with a high spread, pardon me. But I do like Wisconsin here in this one in the Las Vegas Bowl. There you have it. Adam Burke giving us good previews, not only for NFL tonight, but for some college football bowl action. And if you want more from Adam, you can follow him on Twitter, at Skating Tripods, and the Burke's betting blurbs with the newsletter and more with the Bowl Betting Guide, vcin.com slash subscribe. Adam, thank you as always for the insights. Happy holidays. Look forward to talking more betting soon. Happy holidays to you and the crew as well, Danny. You got it. There he is, Adam Burke, folks. Always love touching or catching up touching on football with Adam and we will touch more football props finishing out rush hour. At bed three, six, five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the sports betting network. Bet River Sportsbook takes football same game parlays to a whole other level because you can now combine same game parlays from different games to give you even more ways to make your perfect combination. And in addition to that, Bet Rivers has added more and more same game parlay props for college football matchups and just in time for the biggest games of the season. So download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com to explore all the new ways you can create your ideal combo. Must be 21. Gambling problem. Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. one 532 in Virginia. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Playable in New Jersey has played Sugar House. Void where prohibited. Okay, final segment here on Rush Hour, all on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Danny Burke, your host, and since it is the final segment, you know the drill. It is time for my best bets, a.k.a. Danny's Dimes for Thursday Night Football. The Tennessee Titans hosting the San Francisco 49ers. What are we rolling with from the program tonight? Let's kick it off with a quarterback in this game, Mr. Ryan Tannehill and his pass attempts. 29 and a half over, about minus 120 at Bat Rivers, under in the minus 109 range and I'm looking to play this over with Ryan Tannehill he's averaging just over 32 pass attempts per game and he's gone over this mark in half of the contest this season seven out of 14 but if you've heard me handicap this game I think the 49ers are the rightful favorite I think they do end up winning this game is it going to be pretty maybe not they're going to cover who knows but I do think San Francisco should be winning this game maybe not for a majority but enough to force Tannehill to throw it. So that's why I'm throwing out for the fact that he's gone over 29 and a half pass attempts in four out of the five losses that they have had this year. So I think he's going to need to throw the ball a lot more. You've got Jones, you got A.J. Brown playing again tonight, and you have a banged-up backfield that clearly and obviously has not been the same since Derrick Henry went down. You look at San Francisco. This is a team that actually isn't getting thrown on that much. Just over 32, similar to Ryan Tannehill's average, just over 32 times per game. You look at other opposing quarterbacks, overall eight opposing QBs have thrown more than 29 and a half passes against the 49ers. Take that into account as much as you will. I still like to just throw it out there. But the last four consecutive quarterbacks have gone over it too. But here's the thing. You got to think they're going to utilize the receiving weapons in this game more so because of the health there and the lack of it in the backfield, as I alluded to, Plus, this 49ers defense, the secondary has certainly gotten exposed from time to time. They're lucky to come out with a win against the Bengals, who were passing on, on them with ease and somehow didn't come away with a victory there. Nevertheless, this 49ers defense, DVOA-wise against the pass, ranks 21st. And where do they thrive? Against the run, where they rank 2nd in DVOA run defense. 49ers are also a little bit banged up on the defensive front, but mostly in terms of their secondary. So if they want to expose San Francisco, meaning if Ryan Tannehill and Vrabel, they want to do the right thing, 
think you got to let Tannehill sling the rock a little bit more. So I think he goes over 29 and a half pass attempts, and that's what I played for Tannehill. Over 29 in the hook for his pass attempts, minus 120. Let's go to the 49ers side of things now. Let's talk Jeff Wilson Jr. No Elijah Mitchell in this game, so Mr. Wilson will be the primary back. And you could look at his rushing yards, you could look at his receiving yards, but I am looking to combine both of them because this Tennessee defense has actually been really solid against the run. They're limiting opposing tailbacks to 3.9 yards per carry. That is third best in the National Football League. Just for a frame of reference, I mean, Najee Harris only got, what, 18 rushing yards and 8 receiving yards last week? And he's a main source of their offense. Jeff Wilson Jr., well, not as much probably. But my point is, his rushing prop is like 64.5, receiving is 7.5. If you're combining them together, then you would think the rushing and receiving should be at 72. But they always add a little bit more when you're doing the combination because the thought process is you don't want to bet unders. Most of the public wants to bet overs. So in this case, we want to bet the under, and we're getting four more yards for it. And, he, and the receiving yards isn't really impactful for Wilson, a guy who's averaging what, like six rushing, or excuse me, like six receiving yards per game, or four receiving yards per game actually is a number, excuse me. So that's not going to be the impact, in my opinion. You haven't seen that be impactful in terms of what he does in the air. The most he's gotten is nine receiving yards, and that happened last week against Atlanta. And that's also the only time he's gone over this combination of rushing and receiving at 76 and a half. And that was because he got 110 on the ground against the Falcons, who are a much worse run defense than the Tennessee Titans. So here's the thing. He's averaging 61 rushing yards per game, and I want to take him under his rushing yards, but there is the chance he goes over. So why not give myself some more security and get the rushing and receiving combined up to 76 and a half to a spot where the receiving really shouldn't impact it that much. So you're really getting just more of a bonus, more of a better opportunity to get a bigger number for him to stay under with his rushing because of the lack of impact he has in the receiving game. So that's the way I'm looking to bet Jeff Wilson Jr. And he could still get it at 76 and a half. And it looks like it's shaded to the over minus 117 now. So you're getting about minus 113 or so to the under. And that's what I have played. But really consider this because also Tennessee doing exceptionally well against the run. Just 3.9 yards per carry is what they're allowing opposing tailbacks. And only five running backs have gone over this combination of rushing and receiving yards against Tennessee. So look, if you think you might have a slower type of game, do the combination. Give yourself more of a cushion. It's somewhat of a loophole. I'm not saying it's a guaranteed winner in that sense, but you're getting more yards and a better bang for your buck. So look for the combination rushing and receiving. Jeff Wilson under 76 and a half. So that's our other prop that we are rolling with officially tonight. Let's revisit a play that we did at the beginning of the show, and this is going to be under the game prop section at Bet Rivers if you're having trouble finding it. But you can bet the first scoring play for each team, and I did the field goal for each respective team. Tennessee to score a field goal for their first score, plus 410. The 49ers, plus 380. This isn't necessarily a viable betting option that you want to do on a frequent basis, but I've done it from time to time, and I think it's more of a fun bet to do. So, you know, I'm just throwing more of the lunch money on it, the half unit on each. So, you know, don't go crazy on it per se, but you look at these teams in the red zone. In the last three games, Tennessee, offensively, the red zone efficiency has slacked. Just 44% is the red zone efficiency the last three games. 49ers offensively 64%, so a little bit better. However, defensively, Tennessee, their defensive efficiency in the red zone, opponents are only scoring a tutty 37% of the time. 49ers defensively, the last three games, limiting their opponents to scoring a touchdown in the red zone just 33% of the time. Really good on both defensive fronts the last three games. The home and road splits, again, we could get into that a little bit deeper, but both teams do better in this respective spot. San Francisco better defensively and offensively in the red zone on the road, and same with Tennessee, but at home. So my point being, the value's there. Why not throw a little bit on there? Half units separate each because you're getting plus 410 and plus 380, pretty decent odds. And as I was alluding to earlier as well, I think this is going to be a lower scoring game. So I think the field goals may come a little bit more consistently. So why not look to get some value with it? Split a unit, put some on the Titans for scoring play, field goal plus 410, and same for the 49ers plus 380. I'm not telling you it's going to be a top play per se, but something a little bit more unique to look into to bet for Thursday night football. And speaking of other prop areas or just betting areas that you could maybe make a buck on that I think should be worth some interest, how about Kyle Juszczyk tonight? 
Now his receiving yards is incredibly low, and rightfully so, but I think you could actually get a good play on the over here, six and a half receiving yards for Kyle Yuschuk, who's averaging 18.6 receiving yards per game. He's gone over this mark in 10 out of 13 games. He's missed it the last two. He's gotten six and five respectively, but he's getting about two catches on just over two targets per game. Titans are allowing 35 receiving yards to running backs per game. He's got the highest snap count out of the remaining running backs in this 49ers group. So a low play, maybe consider him over six and a half receiving yards. I might add that one late and just, you know, play it on my way home. But I think that's a good look, too, for a low number at six and a half and for something he's gone over in every single game except for three. The reason I'm not infatuated with it is because, well, it's low for a reason. The high volume is not there, so you're going to be sweating it out on every single play, and it might not come through till the very end. So that's why I, it's not something I'm, I'm rushing to bet because of that, but something I might entertain and throw a couple bucks on there. But uh, you struck over 6.5 receiving yards, I think, could be a viable prop that you should consider as well. All in all, the plays we are rolling with officially, Ryan Tannehill over 29.5 pass attempts minus a buck 20. And Jeff Wilson Jr. rushing plus receiving yards combined. We are going under 76 and a half minus 113 for Mr. Wilson. And then we did the half unit on both the first scoring play of the game to be a field goal for the 49ers and the Titans plus 410 for the Titans field goal plus 380 for the 49ers field goal. And that's the way we are looking to handicap this Thursday night affair. And also, like I said earlier, you know, I wanted to bet this total under, but the late movement to the 45 and a half is making me a little bit leery here. So if it is higher scoring right away, I'm simply going to wait for an in-game betting option, wait for a higher total, wait for it to get slightly inflated, and then jump in on the under. That's the only other way I'm looking to attack tonight's game. But thank you to everybody for joining us. Thank you for listening or watching. We will be back tomorrow for a Christmas Eve edition. Plenty of props and more bets for the upcoming slate of games. Till then, take care. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.